0: Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So in this week's episode, I'm chatting with Michael, aka Island Mike, from Wanderlost Bay Ministries, all about how to establish boundaries with your clients and learning how to say no. These are really important tips, and I think every professional kind of needs to know their limits to what they will and won't do, and Michael helps us out with some of his thoughts about how he does it. So a little bit about Michael is that he's a former lawyer who made the career switch to be a professional officiant in the Caribbean, aka Dream Job, and has married over 2,000 couples. I'm so excited he's on the show. So a few things before we begin. Um, I was hoping you guys could help me out after you're done listening to this show, because one of my biggest goals for 2020 is to receive 25-star reviews on Apple Podcast, the platform that hopefully most of you are listening on. And I need your help. So I was hoping after the show, you could pop on over there and write us a five-star review after you're done listening. And I would mean so much to me. Also, I would love if you took a screenshot and shared it on your Instagram and tagged me at Janae Kirshner. I'd love to share it with everyone. So thank you guys. I appreciate all your support and definitely keep the reviews coming in. Don't forget to visit us at www.twigina.com. You can read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. All right, you guys, grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. We have a wonderful guest today. Mike, can you say hi? Oh, hey thank you everybody so much for being here.
1: Uh, My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: So let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company and how you got started.
1: Sure. My name is Michael, a.k.a. Island Mike. Uh, My company is Wanderlust Bay Ministries and we're an online organization that ordains uh, ministers essentially to perform weddings. Uh, And So we, throughout the United States, anybody who's looking to perform a family member or friend's wedding or looking to get into the business of officiating, uh, we provide not only the ordination, but also just kind of guidance in building and performing great weddings. So
0: why, why Island Mike? Where are you, where are you located?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not very creative. I came up with my own moniker for that. Uh, I live and work primarily in the United States Virgin Islands and St. Thomas and St. John uh, in the Caribbean. So, uh, I don't know. Island Mike is, uh, yeah. I guess, it's, 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 Yeah, it's, it's perfect. It's I would like to be Island
0: Janae, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome anytime. Always looking yeah, for photographers be down there.
0: <laughs> well, I'm really excited about today's topic because I think it's so important and I think our audience is really going to like it. So we're talking about how to establish boundaries with your clients and learning how to say no. And I, this is such a good topic, (laughs) right? I mean, yeah. So like,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and again, we were talking uh, offline for a moment. I have four children. So no is like a (laughs) reflex for me. So I'm ready. I
0: love it. So why should we as business owners establish and implement boundaries?
1: Okay. Uh, I, you know, I was listening to some of your other podcast, uh, episodes, which they're all amazing and, uh, had so many different things. I was taking notes from some of them as I was preparing for this. And it really, I think the importance of it all is your own sanity and your own quality of life at the end of the day. I mean, it's, enjoying what you do and loving what you do and starting from there. And everything should go from that uh, in terms of how you uh, not only begin or build or maintain your business. And, you know, I was just listening to the one with Lindsay, you know, and talking about, uh, you know, she was the uh, venue consultant, and it was a great episode. Uh, and some of the things she said in the beginning resonated with me, and I'm sure resonate with most of the listeners about, you know that work-life balance. You know, she said I was a wedding planner, and then I started to, you know, a family, and, and I wanted to move in a situation where I had more steady, uh, steady hours, and and that's sort of what it it all comes from that question of like, what do you want from your business? I mean, we're all in this wedding industry. What do you want your day-to-day to look like? And uh, and how you answer that will then determine what boundaries you need to right, put right yeah there. i
0: think it's important i think people don't really set boundaries in the beginning because they don't know that they have to <laughs> and then they and then they start realizing yep. oh my goodness i need i need to fix this like this is not working correctly for me or i'm overworked or i'm miserable you know like how, how for the people listening right. you know who are saying oh no i don't i don't have any boundaries you know maybe are there some simple tips that you can share with them to so they can start to create their own boundaries
1: Sure, and, and if I may, um, I will definitely uh, give you my thoughts on that, but i I think in the beginning, for me, when I started as a wedding officiant i mean that 's sort of how I got into um, what i 'm now doing, and I still do it i 'm still active as a wedding minister and officiant the My initial goal when I started was to dominate you know I wanted to go into the space and just be the go-to officiant Mm -hmm. in the Caribbean and when that became my goal one of the things was is I almost made no boundaries (laughs) I did not put boundaries on any of it I said I've got to say yes to everything
0: and I did I
1: flat out I at the time I mean I whether it was giving access to me through text emails and phone calls Mm -hmm. I almost never Put any limitations on it and also just saying yes to almost any client request that wasn't ridiculous, you know. So, um, I, that was my goal. And I, and I accepted the fact that my life, my life was insane. And I had, you know, clients that, you know, I think many people say, well, you're just getting taken advantage of, but I didn't mind because it was like, this is what I want to do. Uh, but as I started to establish myself, and kind of go, okay, you know, I've been this a couple of years and I've got the reputation and I've got the background and now I can scale it back. That's when I started to have that hard look at, okay, well, how do I, how do I start to put some reins and limits on people? Because, you know, I mean, anybody in this business knows if you, if you just let the client dictate the terms, you're going to be working for them nonstop. And, not all, not all. I mean, I think most, most of the clients out there are pretty realistic and understand you have your own life, but um, I, <laughs> I, I have a real life example that just happened while I've been on, I'm currently on vacation and uh, I have, I decided to put a autoresponder out there and I don't usually, I, again, before I always, I'm on vacation, but that's, that's okay. I'm going to take clients. I'll work in the morning and at night and I'm going to keep working. But this vacation, I said, nope, I'm going to throw that autoresponder on there. And it's real basic. Just, Hey, going to be with my family on a holiday. Um, if your wedding is coming up in the next week, please don't worry. I am going to be able, you know, I'll be accessible, you know, so I made sure those couples were okay. But outside of that, I said, I'll just get back to you when I can. And, uh,
0: I got one, and I it's
1: about a month away. I have a wedding, and the email response to my autoresponder was great, comma. Now <laughs> I'm panicking, and and I, that was it. And then I was like, uh, uh, like, uh, really? You know, and it almost ruined my day because I was like, first off, the wedding's fine. Like we planned almost just about everything. All, all the vendors are lined up, and but it just like took the wind out of my sails. I'm like, geez, oh man, like. I didn't even say I was going to be gone for long. I just said, you know, Hey, I'm just going to be kind of hanging out with Disney <laughs> characters for a few days. But, but, you know, when it was a shot to the, the gut a little bit my wife like just relax and I, I know, I know. So those are the clients that, you know, we all encounter that you just sort of have to sometimes accept that no matter what boundaries, because I thought it was pretty clear as to you know, the expectation uh, in my email, but, the client's not going to accept that the client's got their own concerns and self-interest. And you got to expect that and understand it. Cause that's the business. Yeah. I, I
0: also feel like um, sometimes when, yeah. when you have very needy clients or, you know, just want my attention a lot, I just have to be very firm. I'm like, look, I'm a mom, I have a life yep. and I will get back to you within 24 hours. If I'm not on vacation and I don't put, it's so funny cause I don't put my um, auto reply on anyway. Uh, even when I'm out, because I just like to, I, I, you know, I've accepted the fact that I have to check my email every day. And, you know, what the right. sort of negotiation I've done with myself is I will check it in the morning and I'll respond to emails for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then I'll put it away. And then I will respond at 6 p.m. before we go to dinner and then I'll put it away. And then I don't, I try not to bring my phone with me at all. But, you know, I just feel like it's just, you know, that's the world we live in where accessibility is important and responding to people is important. But people have to understand that, you know, you're not available all the time. And I, you can always say, like, I'm, I, I think a good rule of thumb is if I get a new inquiry, I reply back and I'm like, look, I'm on vacation. I'll get back to you when I'm in the office, but I want to let you know I got your inquiry. And they're like, oh my God, enjoy. I talk to you when you get back. You know, like, they, they will understand, but you have to let yeah. them know what's going on.
1: Right. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. And and the being firm and unequivocal is been key for me too. where, you know, when we talk about saying no, of course, we got to also define like, what do we mean? What are we saying no to? And like, what is the request? Or what is, you know, what is the client expecting? What do we need to say no to? But when you do need to get to that point, um, it needs to be unequivocal. I find that if you sort of leave any leeway, they will, they will push through. Um, and I was trying to think of examples that, you know, uh, I think you have some photographers listening and I just had a request So even though I'm a wedding, fishy and people very often come to me with assistance with finding other vendors cause it's destination weddings, and it's a lot of DIY brides. And anyway, so I get a lot of questions about photography. And I know you get, you probably get this too. It's not often, but you know, well, I want the raw images too, you nice. know, and, and the sort of anytime I get questions like that, I always love to just Google it and see what, what do the forums say? What do photographers say out in the world? And you know, the, the consensus is no, you don't get raw images. Like you're hiring me for my, my artistic, you know, Skills and my take on the image and the the setting and the composition. It's a digital negative, you know. That's my, you know, my work product. That or that's just sort of my scribblings. You get my work product, which is my edited image. Well, I just had a guy who I didn't say no to immediately because I know none of the photographers do it here on island. Uh, And we got some incredibly talented photographers, but every one of them will say no, we don't do it. But I found a photographer who said, ah, you know what? It's, it's off season, you know, 150 bucks. I'll, I'll put them on a SD card and I'll mail them off. So I then went to the client and I said, Hey, this photographer actually said they'd do it for 150. Then the client said, what? That's, that's ridiculous. What if I give you my own SD card? I can't, why would it cost them? Then I got in this back and forth and I finally, so I did say no, I should have said at the beginning and I was very firm about it. I said, this is not a service they offer, you know. And this one photographer in this case said they would consider it, but I don't believe they're going to discuss it further. If it's something you like, great. If not, I understand. You know, you can't, you just, as soon as you give this, that, I gave in, I didn't follow the advice. And, it, you know, now you get in this back and forth, and the client's unhappy with you. Right, right. You know, because I gave this hope,
0: right? You gave us a, a sliver of hope. I think for any photographer listening, we all roll our eyes and we're like, "No, you do not get the raws." <laughs> it's a, it's mm-hmm. in my contract. I own the copyright. Yeah, and you get the deliverable, which is the high res JPEG. And people who ask for the R- yeah. raws, I'm always like, "What are you going to do with them? Why do you want them? Yeah. You can't." And in the in my contract, at least, it's like you can't edit it, you can't d- sell it, you can't do anything. So really, what? What do you need it for? Nothing. Because I mean, how many pictures do people actually print these days? You know, like it's it's just like a whole rabbit right. hole of stuff. But it is it is a boundary for me in my business where I have a definitive answer and the answer is no. It's like no. Yeah. You you would not ask a top chef, like, you know, a five-star chef to be like, hey, can you just give me all your ingredients that you sourced and used and I'm going to make your food the way that you do it? And that's exactly how I explain it. It's like you cannot edit it the way that I'm going to do it because you're not me. So, you know, I I feel like it's, you know, to have like a good analogy is really helpful for people to kind of understand it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. Okay, yeah, sure, fine, just asking. And I think it's something like, you know, not to put the nod in it, but it's definitely like, a wedding magazine said it somewhere one time and now it's everywhere like ask your photographer for the raws you know and I don't know it's interesting mm-hmm. but it's so funny that you're an officiant and you know when I shoot weddings I always introduce myself to the officiant or the priest or the rabbi and I'm like hey do you have any rules do you get that a lot or is it different because you're like on the beach and people don't care
1: people <laughs> we have very few uh like it's so informal on the beach yeah. you know so it's just Every, everybody's just happy to be in the sun and in the sand. So it's pretty, it's pretty relaxed. I, every now and then I get to the stateside, uh, not to knock you, but New Yorkers that come down, you know, videographers and photographers who are like just coming in and just taking over the beach. and like, whoa, whoa, relax. We're <laughs> good. We're good. We're good. We're like, good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I No, I, I'm with you though. It is uh, it is a challenge. You know, I mean, from an efficient. I don't get direct you know can we do our own vows well yes I don't have to say no too often um, when it comes to the ceremony you know no one asks me anything outlandish so it's but I see it all the time within the industry. Uh, my wife's a wedding planner and I listen to her and the the no aside from being unequivocal the other thing that's important that I I critique my wife a lot about is why are you saying no though? If it's the raw image question, sure. Like you, you've you got this policy. It's not, it's black and white, cut and dry. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. That's what it is. But, you know, when you get into the more gray areas, when it's like a wedding planner and they say, oh, you know, well, could you just say the extra 15 minutes for the cake cutting? And that wasn't something you'd agreed to in advance or whatever. My question often to the vendor at that point is, why are you saying no? Is it just because you don't want to? Is it because the, the clients annoyed you at some point? Do you feel they're taking advantage of you? Because again, I, I look at the business. as one of the coolest businesses to be a part of. Like you're in the wedding industry. I know we all love to get, get together and gripe a little bit about, you know, we've all got the horror stories and those are fun. I mean, and we're all like, Oh, you can roll your eyes. It's the, the same story getting played out over and over again, but we're in a great industry and it's a lot of fun. And generally it's, it's with happy people and, and they just want this perfect day. So then maybe you're saying no, because you're just frustrated or anger, you're overworked or you took a client you shouldn't know. And so that's something I often say to my wife, I'm like, you know, is her request. Look at it from her perspective. Right. You know, yeah. you're, you're quick with the no, but You know, all they want you to do is stay an extra 15 minutes. And I know your time is valuable and that's what you're selling. But at the end of the day, you know, I know she's been a pain in the butt, but just stay the 15 minutes, make her happy and you can move on.
0: Right. But I think you have to set a boundary with that 15 minutes. As a photographer, we get asked all the time, like, oh, you can just stay a little bit longer. And I'm like, look, I'll give you a grace period of 15 to 20 minutes for the cake cutting because Mm -hmm. things are running over. But once you get to the half hour mark, I'm charging you. And they're like, okay. You know, and I think you, you just have to be very clear. Like, what is your time worth and are you going to charge for it? You know, I think I have been taken advantage of by clients that I love. And they're like, can you just stay a little bit longer? And then it's an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, you're getting a bill. Like, this is my second. I have to yeah. pay my second shooter, my car rentals later. You know, all, this, all these yeah. things add up. And you need to know how much those things cost and what you're worth. And, like, you, you need to be firm. I have a lot of friends that will stay an hour Two hours, not charge the couple, and I think that sets a wrong precedent, you know, for the yeah. people that they refer. And they're like, oh, you know, so and so is great, and she stayed two extra hours for free, and you know, that's that's not what we want to do. <laughs> you want it? You want to set your boundaries, and you want to be very clear about it, so that when they refer you, they're like, oh, she's wonderful to work with. She's really clear, or he's really clear. Like we know what we're getting. You know, and you're going to yep. deliver. So that's good. So let's say, you know, you have your boundaries in place. Like you're figuring out the things that you don't want to do, the things that you do want to do, the things that you're saying no and yes to. You know, how do you actually start saying no in a nice way to your clients and your customers?
1: The the uh, the unequivocal part of it is essential because I think that is a polite way to do it because it by taking any discussion or argument out of it, it, it reduces some of the friction, you know, they're going to be like, you know, and then they're going to have to move on. So you say no to raw images or whatever it is. They might huff and puff, but you've got to move on. They're going to move on. So that, that's one thing I think, again, knowing what you're saying no to is going to help guide you. Uh, for example, let's say, you know, you're just slammed. You've got a wedding. It's three months from now. And the the and the client calls you and wants to discuss, you know, um, you know, their their shot list. You know, they're the, you know, we want to go over everything we wanna make sure we capture in that day. Great, you know, I can't do that right now. You know, so the no is essentially no, not right now. So again, like you said, give them some guidance as to when to expect that to happen so they're not left with this, well, when, you know, I'm gonna just be sitting here waiting, saying, but I'm free next week, you know. So let's set up a time next week so that you don't feel like I've just blown you off and I have to just wait for some indeterminate amount of time. So give very specific. Right. I love when the client just feels so much better. You've set again another expectation. Okay, well I know I'm not going to hear from you for two weeks, and I'm, I'm if I if it's not that time sensitive, they'll they'll understand. You know, hey, I'm going to Disney for a week, so just give me two weeks. Okay, cool. Now I know everything's okay. Clients literally go nuts when they don't hear from you or don't know what to expect. Like they think, oh my gosh, you know, you've moved, you've gotten out of photography, or you've just taken my money and you've scammed. Right. Their mind goes to that instantly. So you're doing them a favor by saying no to things, by just letting them know. Like I'm still on this, and I'm just telling you that there's there's these are the boundaries, and as long as we work within them. We're good. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. I like saying no and giving them like a no, but (laughs) like I can't do it right now, but, you know, we can set up a time in two weeks from now when I can, when I have you on the calendar to look at your um, schedule. You know, like I have some clients that are, have started reaching out in January for May weddings and i'm like oh okay well this is great but actually i'm going to reach out to you in 90 days from your wedding where you will start to get all the questionnaires that you need to fill out and they are like oh okay cool that sounds awesome i was just being early yeah. i'm like yep you're really early <laughs> but yeah. they you know they they want to they want to be on time and i'm just going to like put them back on my timeline so they're not too ahead of time you know because i don't really want to do timelines in february for a may wedding when i don't need to do it till april so you know, I want to like yeah. push it back to like where it's okay. And they, and now they're like, Oh yeah, that's totally cool. I get it. You know, I think that's really yeah. good. Yeah. I think having a, an alternative um, sort of answer is nice. It's a good way to keep saying no, but in, in the right way, you know, what, what if like, um, right. what if you get pushed back from your boundaries?
1: I have no problem if it's a hard push or if they've, re- they've, they've, try to sidestep a couple of no's and it's all feel, you know, like, yeah, no, like I mentioned, I'll be ready in 90 days. Well, I know, but we just really want to talk to you now. It just takes five minutes. Again, give them another kind of not a brush off, but just a little push. Say, I appreciate it. I know you're excited about your event, you know, so you got to finesse the words in your own language, you know, how you speak to your clients, but then say, but again, it's going to have to, it's going to have to wait, you know, I hope you can understand. Or maybe you could say, well, look, I'm really focused on my couples right now, and I like to focus all my attention on the couples in front of me. In 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 30 days from now, I'll be able to give you that same attention, and I won't let anybody interrupt me either. <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna give you the attention that you're expecting to someone else right now. You know, so just relax. But if they if they keep pushing, I have no qualms at this stage of where I'm at. I'm not trying to build my business anymore. I'm I'm very comfortable where I am say you know quite frankly and it's probably not the right way to say it but i i will at that point suggest they work with someone else and i always give them recommendations and i just let them know i say hey i get it you know i'm probably not the right fit because you know the type of attention you need i can't give it to you i put it almost all on myself and then i just re- say i'll refer you out here's a couple other officiants that i think would be great um you know and here's their numbers and just be done right you know because it's, again, you saddle yourself with that. It's just going to be, you know, it's going to be a, just a time and a soul suck. You know, you're going to just keep getting drained from that person. If they can't give you the space you're asking for, yeah. it's going to be a, a rough I road.
0: Inter- yeah, I think for photographers or people, I don't, I don't know your prices or, like, what you require. But, like, for, for photographers, you know, we've, like, signed the contract. We had the retainer. And to like, just be like, hey, it's not going to work. It's a little bit more trickier, um, I think, of a process. But I think it's also a good one for mm-hmm. people listening to to not be afraid to do. Because I know I have not personally done this. But I do know a lot of people that have fired their clients. Because mm-hmm. at, after they started getting into everything with them, they're like, oh, this is not the right client for me. Or it's going to be a disaster day of – and, you know, photography, photographers – or with their clients, like a a year after their wedding, too. Like you know, if they have an album, if you know when their pictures and the printing, and you know, we're always in our couple's yeah. lives. So you want it to be the right fit. So I think it's okay. I know it's okay if you have to like say goodbye to someone if if they're not respecting mm-hmm. your boundaries, if they're pushing you too hard, if if it's just gonna be a yeah. I like that word, soul suck you have to know when to say no and then a hard no might be like here is your money back go see you know see you later bye (laughs) like we're not a fit you know i mean sometimes you don't know right away it could happen later on yeah Yeah.
1: i mean it it almost i would say in the 2000 plus weddings i've been attached to maybe i've done it three or four times i mean it, it it takes a lot so I, you know, I don't think it's your go-to, but as long as you have that as one of your bullets that you can say, you know what, I'm not afraid to be able to do this. And it just makes it easier. It takes some of the burden off. you like, oh, I have to, we have this contract. So, you know, maybe it's got to be in a contract too. And say, look, if at the end of you know, if we, I don't even, I used to be a lawyer, so I'm not going <laughs> to give you, you know, exact legal language, but something along the lines of like it, if at some point it seems that this relationship is not working, you know, uh, you will, re- you know, be refunded certain amounts, you know, and I don't know if you have that in your contracts, but um, yeah. I don't, I just say, here's your money back <laughs> in school, with the blessing. You know, I just, I got to move on. You got to move on. I want your day to be perfect. And I I'm worried that I can't give that yeah. to you. So
0: wait, um, so, so you've yeah. officiated 2000 weddings.
1: It, it's it's definitely over. I don't know where I am anymore. I used to keep track. Wow. That's incredible. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, well, you know, the Virgin Islands, it's, you know, we have cruise ships. We have a lot of resorts. And I, you know, a constant stream. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome.
0: It's
1: definitely high value.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, 2000 weddings is crazy. That would take my whole, probably my whole lifetime. I think I'm up to like 300. <laughs> so do you have any sort of simple techniques you could share with our listeners on how to help people know, you know, your best business practices in advance before you actually have to say no to someone?
1: Simple techniques are, I think it starts with number one, going back to, you know, your, the expectation set at the beginning with your client. And then from there, it, what flows is all of your contact with them all your copy, you know, your whole brand, I think is also plays into this as to what they should expect. Um, you know, I'm a big into the branding. I, I'm an Island Mike brand, you know, um, I'm fun, you know, contact me anytime if you need assistance with a marriage uh, ceremony or anything like that. So I did, I set myself up for a certain expectation with the client. Um, if they know you're just a, a very hardcore, serious, you know, um, uh, wedding photographer and you're booked solid and you're sought after, you know, they they there probably is a different expectation. I'm not just working with somebody off a of Craigslist who's charging 200 bucks for an hour. Right. Um, you know what I mean? So I think so much of it just comes in with your professionalism and, and how you come across it. The client will sort of get that they're dealing with somebody who knows their craft and knows the business so then it you can lead and guide the client more uh that that expectation is there like i can't just push this person around um and then those no's become a little bit easier and they're more authoritative you know so i mean i think we've been touching on a lot of the little techniques that you can do whether it's when you say no either give them an alternative or, Oh, by the way, sure. I can do that, but here's the cost. That's another one that shuts it down too. I mean, that's a great one. Like, Oh, can you stay an extra 15 minutes for the cake? Cutting? Absolutely. Um, for a quarter hour, it's going to be an extra 175 bucks. I'll add it to the invoice, but yeah, let's go do it. You know, well, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 175. Wait, what? You know? So then you've just, you know, you just, you've got to always be clear with them, right, yeah. you know? And uh, and I think, so it is a lot of it comes from experience, you know, just doing it, um, a lot and knowing how, pe- you know, because weddings are just unique. They're very unique in, in terms of how people feel and all the emotion and all the just landmines that you can walk into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. you just got you just customers just got to do it for a while and start to get your own sense of how you want to present yourself but um yeah. yeah
0: and i think you know i think for our listeners what i do um, is i have a, a lot of a paragraph in my contract about office hours and when they can contact me and when mm-hmm. they should re- uh, re- Um, expect a reply Uh, and then I also have office hours on my email signature so it's there every time we write back and forth that I'm available from 10 to 4 and uh, Monday through Fridays and the weekend actually Monday through Thursday and Friday through Sunday are reserved for weddings so I'm very honest from Mm -hmm. the very beginning like you know when people and I don't do, I don't know if you do this, but like I don't do any text messages with my clients. Like everything's through email or even if we're DMing on Instagram, I'm like, hey, can you email me so I can keep track of stuff? Because, you know, there's so many avenues of like technology to contact someone that, you know, I think even legally, I'm like, I want everything in one thread or like couple in email to keep track of. And that way they, they're they always reminded like, oh yeah, this is how she likes it. This is how she. I want to contact her. And I think just setting that boundary of, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom and you're a dad, like, you know, weekends are are for working and for family. And, you know, I'm just like you, I just don't go to an office every day. (laughs) So I think it's like, you have to be honest with them and and they'll respect that. I think if you, if you lay a good foundation of your boundaries and say no in a right way, where you've given them the no, but, or the, here's another course that we could take, or sure I can do that, but it's going to cost you. I think. Those are really helpful tips for, for our listeners. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you. Jeanette. Yeah,
0: so let's yeah. tell everybody yeah. uh, where they can find more about you, your services, and say hello online.
1: Sure. I'm uh, wanderlustbay.com is the website. And so if anybody's either looking to perform ceremonies or if you're getting married and you want to get ordained or have somebody in your family perform the ceremony or a friend, uh, they can just go on there. It, insanely easy these days um you can literally just click a button you're ordained i don't know if you're seeing a lot of that janae but we everybody's getting ordained these days and uh yeah it's super easy uh the hard part is actually performing the ceremony and that's where (laughs) i try to help because too i see so many people they're like yeah i just got ordained on universal life last week and and then the ceremony is just a disaster and you're like oh no but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's the, the easiest way to find me. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm slowly starting to, uh, creep into other, like YouTube is where I'll probably be living. I starting to throw some videos up. If you, know, you look around about how to perform ceremonies, I've got some videos out there, but, uh, but yeah, or you can find me in the Virgin Islands. Come on down. We're always looking for, uh, Great vendors. You want to shoot some weddings? I can always uh line up clients. That's it's awesome.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, Are yeah. you on Instagram?
1: Oh jeez, I am, but I'm telling you, I, <laughs> I got four little ones that just don't allow me to get into it as much as I, I see. want. I,
0: all right.
1: It's, <laughs> well, yeah, it's tough you know. All right.
0: Well, we'll get you on there soon enough. You listen to what the other podcast yeah. here, and you'll learn a little bit more and get more active on it. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much for being here. So happy to have you.
1: It was an absolute pleasure. All the best, Janae. Bye-bye.
0: Well, that's it, you guys. Thanks so much for being here and listening to today's show. I hope you liked today's episode. Huge shout out and a big thank you to our guests. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your tips and tricks and invaluable advice. We love you guys. Be sure to check out all their links and information in the show notes. You can find out more about them and their services and give them a shout out online. And Instagram. If you're listening, take a screenshot, share it with your, um, in your Instagram stories tag at Janae Kirshner, and I'll share it in mine. Can't wait to hear from you guys soon and share our next cup of tea together. Bye.